Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In Grace's sixth session, we find out that she's been super busy with networking calls and coffee chats. She's really smart to be aggressive and apply to accelerated sophomore internships, even though she's just a freshman. We talk about balancing her workload from the internship, schoolwork, and interview preparation, and I encourage her to try and start prepping for the technical portion of the interviews, even just 30 minutes per week, to make sure she isn't caught flat-footed in a case where an interview is unexpectedly offered to her. But first, hear from Grace over the previous few weeks leading up to this session. So it's another busy week. I worked about 20 hours total my internship the past two days in addition to having had class the one day. So today is kind of my catch-up day with a bunch of classes and catching up on schoolwork. And then I've had some phone calls this week as well as a coffee chat. And in particular, I spoke with one person, um, a Fordham alum, who I had spoken with before back in the fall. And she was really helpful with uh, telling me about other opportunities, even though I didn't get into the women's program. She said they, I think they received more than 8,500 applications this year. So they had a very limited number of spots for freshmen. So it's not too surprising that I didn't get in to that. But she was telling me about um, Goldman coming to Fordham's campus um, a couple times later this spring. And even though they don't usually have invite too many freshmen to those, uh, there are ways, and she told me that I can try to get into those opportunities. And they're really good for networking with people at the firm and um, breaking in. So I, for when applications for uh, summer 2021 open up, uh, around, I think it's July, she said. And other than that, just um, I've been working to send out more LinkedIn invites and set up more phone calls and then uh, just catching up on schoolwork. So I've had a very productive week. Uh, A bunch of the applications for various diversity programs that a lot of the banks have have been opening up. So I've been applying for some of those, even 
some of them which are only technically for sophomores, um, but I've been encouraged by others to apply for the, some of those even just in case um, they might overlook the fact that I'm a freshman. You never know. Um, but then some of them are for freshmen as well. So an RBC one just opened up this week. And with that one, if you get into that program, it's a few days um, in the spring, then it's an essentially guaranteed super day for summer 2021 internships. So I'll definitely be applying for that. And Macquarie as well has one that's especially infrastructure focused. So I'm definitely interested in that since that's an area that I'm interested in. And then on the networking front as well, I've had a busy week, made a lot of good progress. So I actually had five phone calls today as well as a few others earlier this week. And I have a coffee chat tomorrow. So um, a lot of them have been really good conversations, um, people willing to help me out. Um, come fall or next summer when I'm looking for internships. So um, definitely a good productive week. Awesome. So I just listened to your update. It sounds like you're doing really well. Mm -hmm. Yes. So very busy, but good busy with lots of calls. And so tell me mm -hmm. about those calls. Like were they for just, just through your networking efforts? Um, yeah. So it's basically just a continuation, I guess, of what I have been doing. Um, a lot of alumni, mostly younger people, and then um, I guess a little bit too of a random mix of other things. Um, how's your are, how's your cycle? How are your cycles going? Are you starting to get like overwhelmed at all with the number of kind of reminder emails that are popping up in your <laughs> inbox um, every day? I guess a little bit, but um, I get, like a lot of what I've been doing the past couple weeks is just having calls with people or um, kind of contacting people who I reached out to a while ago and then finally like, right. actually getting in touch with them, not necessarily as many new cold messages. Okay. That's um, good. And then um, I think we talked about this many sessions ago. I just wanted to make sure you were using it. Do you use the templating feature on right inbox? Um, yeah. Like for follow-ups. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I have that. You do. Okay. I'm going to show that just real quick. I'm going to share my screen mm -hmm. because I think for people don't realize how powerful it can be. Mm -hmm. um, so if I go here, and I'm composing a new message or I get a new message. Um, for example, like when I'm trying to get people to, you know, I have a call with them and I want to onboard them for like a new mentor, for example, mm -hmm. or a new resume reviewer, I'm not typing all the instructions out each time. I just go template mentor AMA, if I want them for an AMA or if I want them on the podcast, I invite them for mm -hmm. the podcast, I click this button and boom, the whole email just appears okay. with mm -hmm. all the instructions. And then I just change the name here. Right. Um, and so it's, it's a game changer. If you have like a set number, you can see all the templates I have in terms of like mm -hmm. what they do an AMA, thanking them and then just getting specific. It really, really saves time. So I encourage anyone who hasn't seen this with, this is kind of what I use for my reminders. If it's something I want, obviously like to remind that remind of that day, I'll get, I'll do that. If something like three weeks or seven weeks out, just to make sure some things don't slip the cracks. I almost always put a reminder mm -hmm. on an email, but uh, it's pretty powerful. So I just mm -hmm. wanted to show that to people, make sure you are using this. So you have like certain templates for like first follow-up, second follow-up. Yes. Third. Mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. You're on top and the of the reminder it. tool is so helpful as well. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Cause like, otherwise, how do you even keep track? Like you could right. have a spreadsheet, but the reminder tool is so much easier because it just shows up. Mm -hmm. And you have the whole thread right there too. Yeah, the whole thread, you just have to do it. <laughs> <It's> uh <-huh>. like, <laughs> right. 
it's like, oh, I guess the timing has passed. And I'm, it, it, sometimes I feel awkward about it because it's like, oh, man, they didn't respond. Is this okay? To, but if you leave a big enough gap, I don't think it's awkward, you know? Mm-hmm. And I found that I, when, especially when I'm following up, I get a lot more responses. If in that email, I put specific times I'm available right. as in like from this hour to this hour on this day. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that takes a little more time, but it increases the response. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think the other thing is I use Calendly. I don't think you can do that. Really, Have you heard of Calendly? No. So Calendly is like a calendar tool that allows people just to click and book time with you. I think as an undergrad reaching out to professionals, <laughs> it's a little bit presumptuous to be like, hey, book some time on my calendar. So yeah. I, I wouldn't advise it, but it's actually a really good, another good hack uh, just to keep things organized. I know with me, I used, I started like a couple years ago and it's, it saved me probably at least two, three hours a week of like mm-hmm. trying to coordinate back and forth with like different people. Just like, sense. hey, maybe it's easier. I don't, I'm not like, hey, book a time on my calendar. I'm like, maybe it's easier if you just grab a time that's best for yeah. you and I just throw it out there. Um, you do have to obviously keep it updated and whatnot. But for even for maybe for the young professionals listening to this, it's, it's a huge game changer, even maybe the entrepreneurs, um, if you use that tool, it's Calendly. Um, and there's lots mm-hmm. of them out there. That's just one of them. Um, cool. Okay, so you're, you are using the templates. You are kind of, you've, you aren't going crazy on the new outreach because you have so many things to apply to. Mm-hmm. You have all these, th- um, a lot of follow-ups to do. So how many, mm-hmm. like, are, are you setting it so it's hitting your inbox every morning, like 8 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess most of the time I do like a three-week cycle, yep. um, at least for the newer people, I guess. Um, yeah. And so I'll, sometimes I'll get like 10 emails or 15 emails each morning not every morning but just some <laughs> some mornings you're like oh boy yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna get through these um and i'll stagger um doing follow-ups if i do put in specific times that i'm available since there's only so much time and i can't send the same open times to 10 people yeah you send it to like 30 people and they all book at the same time <laughs> right that's where Calendly helps because you don't have to, if somebody grabs it, it disappears. Right. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good point. I hadn't even thought of that. So, so you're staggering that. It sounds like it's in a good, um, a good rhythm. What do you think the response rate is on the total cold, just pure cold? Um, it's difficult to say, especially because doing it through LinkedIn, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't check LinkedIn that often, or they don't check their invites that often. Right. So um, sometimes I'll get a reply back maybe three months later. Right. But I'd say maybe around 30%, 40%. It's pretty good. Um, difficult to say. It's really Sometimes good. if there's, especially if it's a Fordham alum and a younger one, um, I oh. have, and yeah, I have their email since you keep your Fordham email. So like I can just, I can just type in their name and it'll show up. And so that's been a good way to more directly. And so have you been, people. have you been doing searches? Tell me what we, what you've gotten through in terms of, um, the connection requests on LinkedIn? Because remember, mm-hmm. after you get the connection request, you can grab the email. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I've been doing um, that for the majority. Perfect. Yeah. And so tell me about um, which ones have you, have you hit up like all the Fordham alums yet? Have you kind of like um, a lot of the junior ones at least. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of Fordham alum who work at really small boutique banks, kind of middle market. Yep. And um, I've talked with a lot of them and then I've also been going through, I guess, some like more bulge brackets, um, especially at Goldman. I've talked to a bunch, of Fordham, I think like seven Fordham alum. Nice. Um, and then, so I've just, yeah, I've been trying to kind of take it group by group and specifically target the people and the groups that I'm interested in. Cool. Um, and tell me about um, 
like your rate. I know you slowed down a little bit since last time, but mm-hmm. summer school and stuff and all the internship now. Um, how, yeah, how's the internship going? It's been good. Yeah. You've been doing about 15 yeah. hours a week. I think is what you told me. Yeah. Right? It's closer to 20. Okay. Um, in that range, but <laughs> it varies by the week. And you're okay with school though? Keeping up with school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice because it's back to back when I'm in. So it's Tuesday afternoons and then full day Wednesday. Long day. So, long day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you go in, what are they having you do? Just organize databases, templates, the pitch decks. What are you putting? Mm-hmm. It's been a mix of stuff. Um, so this week, I was working on some referral deals for them. So really tiny companies where they don't even do run the whole process. It's more just like they put together buyers lists and um, like my MD, it's just kind of him using his connections. And then if they end up reaching a deal just between the two companies, he gets like a commission. Got it. So um, I was making teasers and um, kind of doing PNL stuff for those okay. companies. Very cool. No comps yet or anything like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the joy of spreading comps. You'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah. It's probably just because of the limited hours I'm in right now. I can't yeah. get too involved in anything. Exactly. Yeah. They're kind of just having you do small projects where you can mm-hmm. stop it and start back up when you come right. the following week. Okay. Um, that's good to hear. In terms of just um, anything else, what's going on with, um, so the outreach, would you say you're doing like five a day on average? Are you, are you bulking it on the weekend for the outreach, like the new outreach? Or you, mostly. Or have you stopped it completely? Um, it's mostly on the weekend and then I'll have drafts saved if I'm doing any kind of emails, especially for the follow-up emails. I'll just kind of stagger that, like I said. And then okay. the, um, yeah, and the LinkedIn, like sometimes I'll pull up, I'll have a ton of profiles and then I won't send out all the requests at once just because of either time um, to actually send the requests or a time to schedule things. Um, but I always have kind of searches pulled up with people. Do you think, yeah, what do you think you're averaging on the outreach? Yeah, I see you're well over 500 connections now. So mm-hmm. Yes. What, um, you, what are you up to now? Can you see, can you tell us? I think it's maybe 515. Okay. So you just, um, you just passed the 500. So now it's just right. <laughs> exciting. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I wouldn't, slow down. I mean, it's great because if you could, the more, the good thing is you're doing the call. So the five calls, mm-hmm. today, like, can you give me a, a flavor of who they were with and how they went? Oh, so that was, I think last week, right? That I, yeah. last um, week. Sorry. Um, I was just looking at your update. So I figured it was, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think I had a coffee chat yesterday and then, um, two calls the days before that. And then there was people, Two people at Goldman, um, one person at Stevens, someone else who works um, in what real group, estate. What groups at Goldman were they in? Um, one was public finance, mm-hmm. and the other one was um, S&T. And that was someone I'd reached out to, I think, in October. And again, it was um, like four months later, it's accepted the request. It takes a long time sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, because like you said, people are so busy and they don't check. And they're like, oh, I should have helped her. Or they feel bad or they have a pocket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you're, you're basically doing a lot of calls, maybe an average of five a week, like almost one a day, would you say? Mm-hmm. On average, I'd say that. Okay. And then coffee chats, you, you're actually meeting with people now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How and many? I have a few set up for next week. That, okay. That's really not as consistent because um, with certain people, I don't, really off I don't ask for coffee from everyone it's just the people that I know have a really specific um 
I guess, interested in the same thing that, or they're working in the same area that I'm really interested in. Tell me about and, that. What are you interested? You said mentioned infrastructure. What else? Mm-hmm. So like, I guess like the public finance space, infrastructure, maybe energy, real estate. I've talked to a bunch of people in energy and that's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that area. And then like I mentioned, I think last time restructuring as well. Um, and then also just M&A. So Roth, kind of exploring uh, those areas. Lizard, Houlihan, good news. Mm-hmm. For, for yeah, I've talked to a few people at Lazard. That's awesome. Yeah, Houlihan's a great shop too. Mm-hmm. You should look at um, people there for, they're really strong in restructuring. Okay. Um, and the Rothschild, um, the Rothschild, the uh, U.S. Rothschild group is pretty strong too, where I started. Okay. And so those are good shops too, but you, you can do a quick search. It's easy to find those. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I mean, um, it sounds like you're doing really well. Sounds yeah, like- right now, a lot of the applications have been opening for the diversity programs. Mm-hmm. So most of them are for sophomores, but there's a few for freshmen. So like Credit Suisse just had their freshman application open today. And that's so it's February, late February. When do you think you'll hear? Um, well, so like their program, it's a two day thing at the end of March. So I think I hear back within a couple of oh, weeks. Soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to hear back soon. And then you said for one of them for RBC that guarantees basically a super day. Mm-hmm, yeah. Is there anything and like that for the others? Not that I'm aware of, at least, at least for freshman ones, ones where they open it to freshmen. Um, so I applied to a few of the sophomore ones, um, but at least I heard back from a couple of them. I didn't get it, which makes sense. And, but I think one of, like at PJT, the person from HR, like actually sent me an email from a person saying, you know, we'd love to have you next year. Just, <laughs> it's only for sophomores. So worth a shot at least. Perfect. Hey. It looks good. I mean, you're doing all the right things. You're getting all the right things on your resume. Unfortunately, those two-day things, those workshops, you can't really like, you're not getting that much out of it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Versus like the the internship is much more valuable. And then obviously the summer internship is a ton more value because you're actually there full time and mm-hmm. working long hours. So um, very cool. Maybe you'll, maybe you'll do a summer internship and be like, you know what? Investment banking is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's good. I'm doing it now. So it is, it is really good. You're doing it because you'll get a, I think you'll get a good flavor for it. Just seeing the analysts there and, uh, mm-hmm. and seeing how, what the bullpen's like and maybe even doing two internships, um, especially end of freshman, after freshman summer and sophomore summer, being able to kind of see two different banks is really right. Good, rather than doing like wealth management, like a lot of people after freshman summer, they'll do like a wealth management mm-hmm. and they have no clue. Right. Which, um, sophomore summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So what else is going on um, in terms of classes? Is everything's good, like workload? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my schedule this semester is a lot more difficult. So yeah. it's a bit more work outside of class, yeah. um, but it's manageable. It's good, so. When do you finish, May? Or uh, yeah, I think May 13th sometime. Oh, early. Mm-hmm. That's really um, Yeah. That's awesome. And then I've, so I'm in midterms right now, um, this week and next week. Fun. Oh. <laughs> I remember those days. Um, okay. So yeah. How can, how can I be helpful? I guess, do you feel, so remind me kind of what we went through. Did we ever do any like mock interview interviews, behaviorals? I think we did a little bit of that early on, right? A little bit. Mm-hmm. On these coffee chats you're doing and on these calls, what types of questions are you asking them? Um, it really, I try to tailor it just to whoever it is, um, I guess, like yesterday I had coffee with someone who was um, in the same honors program that I'm in at Fordham, and, you know, it's a really small program, mm-hmm. so um, we just, like, talked a lot about that. It was a lot more informal than some of my other ones, yep. um, and 
but she um, did banking at JP Morgan and then now she works um, on the buy side. So mm -hmm. just like, it was a lot talking about that. And um, I guess like some of her classmates too, and it's kind of their paths. Um, so just, I try not to plan it out too much ahead of time and let the conversation just flow naturally. Yeah, that's better. I mean, having a little bit of idea of like what public finance is and, and energy, like if they're right. knowing what group mm -hmm. helps a lot. Exactly. <laughs> you can show you've done a little bit of research. Um, right. That's great. I think that's great. You're being specific to them. You're letting the conversation kind of flow naturally to build that rapport mm -hmm. rather than trying to be like sound overly smart or, or whatnot. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. I mean, as a freshman, you can almost do no wrong. You can almost ask. No exactly. So great. You can almost ask no stupid questions. Right. <laughs> like if you ask a really dumb question that they would like probably think it's, it's great. And like, Oh, let me mm -hmm. explain how this works. And mm -hmm. right. <laughs> um, okay. So you're feeling comfortable with that. You feel like you're getting much better, I assume. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. With the rest. Even just talking on the phone. Yeah, it's probably so easy. For you. You're probably like nervous at first and then you're like, oh, here's another one. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's what happens, right? You get really confident, but the skill, the, that skill of developing that is going to pay so pay off so well during the super days mm -hmm. because it'll just, you, what you'll want to do is turn those, like they'll be grilling you, but then in terms of behavioral, you almost want to turn it more into a conversation if you can. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's where those skills will really shine and help you stand out because if you, mm -hmm. you know, if you do the studying, which you will, um, for the technical questions and you kind of get the basics down, mm -hmm. um, I think you're going to be in awesome shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I don't see, I don't see any reason why you can't get to wherever you want to go, whether it's a bulge bracket or leap boutique or whatnot. I think you should mm -hmm. be thinking about, um, I think it's good. You're thinking about the different groups and what they're like. I mean, some of the questions I'd ask, um, specifically for, some of these coffee chats and interviews is trying to get a sense of, of the groups really, because like that, mm -hmm. that's actually really valuable knowledge um, about knowing, do I want to work there or not? And so you can that's pick up true. on, mm -hmm. you can pick up on little hints of like, if they say we're thinly staffed or we have lean deal teams, that business means mm -hmm. working hundred hours a week uh -huh. <laughs> versus um, you know, uh, you know, Oh, it's good. The deal flows. Um, the deal flow is amazing. That's good. But if they're saying like nothing about the deals that they've done and it's more pitch work, if you kind of mm -hmm. pick up on that in terms of like they're just pitching all the time because the business mm -hmm. is good or it may not be the strongest group in the bank. Mm -hmm. um, and that's okay. the place you probably want to avoid because mm -hmm. um, going into banking, one of the most important things is that you get the transaction experience mm -hmm. um, as fast as possible because for buy side recruiting, if you do want to go that route, um, that's super valuable because you can talk about those deals. But even if you don't go buy side, if you go like corporate development or corporate finance, having those reps of actually going through a transaction um, mm -hmm. looks good. It allows you to talk about things. It allows you to do real modeling instead of just valuation work on like a pitch. Mm -hmm. um, so where you can kind of, you should be looking for the groups that have the strongest deal flow. You should be looking for groups that um, have the best culture and the best mm -hmm. work-life balance mm -hmm. because if you get strong culture, good deal flow, it's like the trifecta. It's almost like the impossible trifecta, like good deal right. flow, but like good <laughs> work-life balance and amazing. Mm -hmm. But they do exist out there. Um, mm -hmm. You just have to kind of, and it, it shifts. It's not like it's, it's static. So like stuff, stuff you're hearing now may slightly shift. If we go into a recession, for example, restructuring might start taking. Right. Um, and mm -hmm. then you'd be like, wow, I really 
should be look, going into restructuring right now. There's just a ton of corporate debt mm-hmm. that, that's going to be defaulted on. It's just going to be a ton of business. So right. that's what I would, that's what I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I would say. Okay. Of, like actually go in trying to get some of that information a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to be too like aggressive about it, but right. kind of getting around that of asking about the deal flow and, you know, how the analysts work, you know, are the deal team structured with like always an analyst associate VP or MD or sometimes it's like analyst to VP um, mm-hmm. you know, asking how that works. Cause okay. I think That's good to know. Yeah. You can get a sense of, of how it is. If, if you see a lot of um, if the group is oftentimes like understaff or overstaffed, like they don't or understaffed, they don't have enough um, bodies. They'll have like an analyst and like an MD working just <laughs> to <Right>. together. <laughs> And like that happened to me a few times where I was working just straight with a VP because mm-hmm. we didn't have the associate or the mid-level um, support for, okay. for how busy we were. Yeah. Okay. That's helpful. Thank you. Thinking what else I could, yeah. So like really go into them, I think with the curiosity about that specific, mm-hmm. group and that specific group. And then you can even, even if the person's not in that group, um, you could still ask questions about the other groups and be like, well, okay. Well, and, and in the group, like, what do you feel like is the best, you know, not what's the best group that's too like, but w- what groups mm-hmm. do you feel like have um, a good reputation? They're doing a lot of, you know, good, doing a good deal flow. Um, mm-hmm. Get your perspective, like from the inside, cause obviously there's, there's rumors and everything on the outside and we can see mm-hmm. like, deals that are done, but I think internally it's good to know like what groups are well-respected and mm-hmm. I think you can get some really good info there and then kind of, um, position yourself for one of those any anything you're hearing like really good things about in terms of deal mm-hmm. flow and and culture um those should be like your your top things because okay. i have a i have a feeling by end of sophomore year you're, you're going to be able to pick mm-hmm. i would going to be able to like really kind of direct where you want to go if 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 you continue um this path if you continue actually putting in work i think you're mm-hmm. kind of direct that so okay and I don't want to, I don't want to like put my biases on from mm-hmm. what I see, what I read in the forums and what I know from mm-hmm. like way back because things shift like, you know, even every six months, every year. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like I've seen things on the forums, but a lot of times they're yeah. several years old. So even if it's like a year ago, um, maybe an MD left, that was the best MD and he went some, he or she went somewhere mm-hmm. else. And now all of a sudden the group's. Um, doing much less deal flow and all of a sudden you know whoever is leading it is like really aggressive and it's it's more mm-hmm. toxic you know so you don't know um, right so that's super important um what else can i tell you specifically so like the coffee chat it sounds like you're feeling very comfortable there which is most important mm-hmm. uh, what about like interview any interview prep are you you know i know you're not, not going to need to do that for a while mm-hmm. But did you ever, you sent me kind of those stories, right? That you mm-hmm. have? Yes. Did we ever review them? Did I ever get back to you on that? Or am I? Uh, I think you left like comments on them, but we never reviewed them, talked like verbally. Okay. Um, can you relink me to that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll look, look at it after this. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to see if you had been able to structure like the action result well. Because I think mm-hmm. when I read it, I think it was a lot of like, here's the situation and what I did. But it wasn't broken down fully mm-hmm. in terms of how to um, how to do it. It wasn't as it, I should say it wasn't as um, like direct and succinct as I would have liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to keep working on that. I don't want to just like forget about that for like six right. months, a year. Mm-hmm. Just, then all of a sudden an interview is coming up and you're like, wait, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 
because besides the, the coffee chats and that stuff, which is helping your interview skills, um, the technical, you know, making sure you're solid on the technicals. Have you, have you started studying at all in the, our IV course, like the technical side? Um, I've looked at, so I guess like that really big PDF, I've gone through that before, but not, not extensively. Yeah. So, um, at least the basic stuff, mm-hmm. um, like the basic accounting type question, basic accounting, three statement modeling, uh, M and a, um, yeah, I mean, there's different sections. There's like one on options and trading and pricing. You mm-hmm. could look a little bit at like just the basics there. Make sure you understand mm-hmm. the basics. Um, especially if you're going to start interviewing for S&T, although I would probably- I'm not you. really looking- I would push you away that. from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of a tough place to be um, long-term because of all the automation. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you're, it sounds like you're doing 20 hours a week at the internship. You're working school is a little bit heavier. So maybe we put that off. If, if I had to decide kind of one thing for you to focus on, I would, I would tell you just to keep building the relationship mm-hmm. instead of the, the interview stuff. But maybe if you can carve out like even a half hour mm-hmm. a week to, um, to review a little section uh, of the technicals. Um, mm-hmm. there's actually, a, in our course, there's like a flashcard thing you could print out and, okay. and just start looking at those, like, mm-hmm. you know, half hour a week, okay. just that by the time in a year, by the time that comes around, like, and you don't have to look at like, it's not like 300. You could look at like the top hundred. If you mm-hmm. know those down cold, that's going to be 90% of what you'll be asked in the technicals. Okay. Um, so yeah, you'll be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially someone, if you're really likable and you get your story down sorry go ahead mm-hmm. oh no i was just gonna make me think um the person that i met for coffee with yesterday actually um she so like i mentioned some of these programs are mostly for sophomores but she had applied to jp morgan as a freshman mm-hmm. and because she had a lot of i guess like ap credits coming in she was technically a sophomore so yeah. she actually got in through that and got her sophomore summer internship there wow. and, and it's a similar position that i'm in now so um, definitely trying to find when that opens up. Um, awesome. And she said she was able to interview really quickly after, like, while, before her freshman year finished. Oh, my gosh. For her yeah. sophomore summer. So yeah. through that program. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't think they – I don't know how much they would expect you to know on mm-hmm. the technical. But if you have finance courses, like, listed on your resume, I can't remember if you do, like, accounting and stuff. It's kind of fair game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have any those on my resume. Not yet, but. good, okay. <laughs> Not yet, but you will probably soon, right? Mm-hmm. So um, just just the thought, because it sounds like you're really hitting your stride on the networking, which is the number one step, the most important. Mm-hmm. Um, just maybe carving out, and if it, if it comes at the expense of doing more outreach on LinkedIn right now, I think you have so many programs going on and you already have the summer internship lined up that um, polishing the interview skills for you a little bit more might be a little bit higher, um, better place to focus on right now Okay. over the next, you know, say two or three months over these next mm-hmm. three sessions. Let's see if you okay. can carve out a little bit of time. Now I'm not saying like two, three hours a week, even I'm saying like half hour, um, mm-hmm. hour a week. So that like by the end of the month, the next time we talk, yeah, you put in a good four hours. A, a mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that yeah, way, there's been, yeah. Oh, are you? I was going to say, if you're surprised with an interview, all of a sudden you're not like completely right. <laughs> <laughs> like lost on the technicals. Mm-hmm. I was going to add, there's um, an upperclassman who's been really helpful, actually. Um, someone who's 
pushed my resume at RBC also because um, he's there now. And um, but he's been really pushing um, and helping me with interview prep as well, saying I oh, just want to have you ready. So, so I he's think, actually been giving you mock interviews. Um, not yet, but he said it's like by the end of the semester. Yeah, mock interviews where it's at. Mm -hmm. So like you can study as much as you want, but then actually regurgitating it and like seeing if you can deal with the little slight changes and variations on the questions that they can do. Mm -hmm. So like one of the most common questions on the technical side is like, tell me how a $10 increase in depreciation flows through the, the financial mm -hmm. state. Like being able to do that comfortably, but then when they reverse it, and then when they like mm -hmm. talk about inventory versus that, and, and being right. able to think your way through mm -hmm. that logically, um, will go a long way. But that's like mm -hmm. one example. That's one example in understanding, understanding working capital, mm -hmm. um, what that means to a business, a growing business, a capital intensive business. Um, mm -hmm. Being able to talk about as an from an investor perspective, what what you would look look for. That's more like private equity side, but. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, valuation, a ton of valuation questions. Tell me about right. yeah, you know, mm -hmm. um, tell me all about, you know, the different valuation methodologies, which one would have the highest valuation, why, mm -hmm. um, weighted average cost of capital, all that good stuff. You, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> right. I don't want to bore everybody listening to that, but I think it's, it's important that you are as comfortable telling your story, as comfortable sitting in the room with people as you are with, with that technical, because they'll quickly jump off of it. Mm -hmm. if you're like doing well they typically will will leave it alone and then just want to get to know you better okay so yeah it's good to know cool okay so i think um yeah it sounds like you're doing great you don't need much guidance um maybe we'll talk next month i guess and then just yeah just mm -hmm. the updates coming i think it's great i enjoy watching them um just to hear what's going on and then mm -hmm. um yeah, is there anything else i can help with in the meantime um, not right now. I don't Besides think. somehow giving you more hours in the day. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Yeah. Um, anything else? I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, let me know if anything comes up. I think definitely send me that link to the, the mm -hmm. star frameworks. Cause I do want to look at that because, mm -hmm. um, you're the upperclassman that's helping you. I think he's right. Like just being ready for that is the only other thing I'd say, you know, with your limited time, somehow carving mm -hmm. out a little, little piece. Right. Would mm -hmm. be smart. Exactly. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, good luck with everything. And then we'll chat in late March, I guess. Okay, great. Sounds good. That's it. Okay. Thank thanks, you. Guys. Good luck with everything. Have a good one. Okay. Bye. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way. Patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.